0: There's joy in every journey.
1: We bring him in now, our good friend of show and good guy in general, Hub Arkish, executive editor of Pro Football Weekly, Westwood One, and down there with 6'7 to the score out of Chicago. Hub, how you doing?
2: I am good, though. How you doing?
1: We're doing well. Um, so a lot of rumors floating around out there right now about the Packers trying to get better, possibly adding a guy like Will Fuller, uh, the wide receiver from the Houston Texans. And uh, at least the rumor says a second-round draft choice now, uh, the question I ask is, how close do you think the Green Bay Packers are to being able to get to a Super Bowl hub, in your opinion?
2: Yeah, I, I don't think they're a real contender right now, Bill, as long as that defense is where it's at. I understand the desire uh, and the need to add more weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Will Fuller for a second-round pick is, is not an unreasonable price, and, and it certainly makes sense. Um, but I just don't think it addresses the Packers' greatest needs. Now, that obviously assumes uh, you know, that, that Aaron Jones can get healthy and that Jamal Williams can get healthy um, and that David Bakhtiari can get healthy. Right. Uh, I, I, think, I think the defense, the defense there are, I don't see any answers there. I, I know this kid Jamal Martin was playing, and, and we'll see if he's any good inside. Never really believed that the, in, in essence, trade of Blake, Blake Martinez for Christian Kirksey was such a good idea. Obviously, it wasn't a trade. Um, they're they're not stout enough up the middle, you know, and, and that defense has been exposed uh, kind of over and over the last couple of years. Uh, uh, yeah, they can do some great things when the Smith brothers get going, uh, but but you got to be able to play complete defense. And so, if I was uh, Brian Gutnickus right now, and I was thinking about maneuvering today, I, I'd be looking for some help up the middle of that defense uh, before I'd be looking at Will Fuller.
1: Which is a very fair argument, and I I agree with you. I said there's three obvious holes. You either need some additional beef up front to help Kenny Clark, you need another linebacker, or you need a weapon or two or three that's going to make this the most high-powered offense in all of football to just simply outscore people and then have uh, opponents play from behind so this team can pin its ears back and not have to worry about the run. So uh, I I did want to ask you this because I, I was anxious to get you on. We have been told at times that, you know, maybe we in the media here in Wisconsin value the middle linebacker maybe more so than the Packers do. And you've seen, uh, living in Chicago, obviously a lot of great middle linebacking play. So, how valuable, in your opinion, is the middle linebacker on a defense?
2: Well, you know, very. Uh, but obviously, in today's NFL, first of all, it really depends whether you're playing. You know, a, a base 3 4 or 4 3 if you've got two guys on the inside as opposed to that one big stud, and that is what the Packers would need, you know, or are looking for. Um, and you look around the teams that have gone with this trend back to the 3 4 and the ones that have these great pairs of inside linebackers, like the Bears with Roquan Smith and Denny Trevathan, and, uh, you know, the Bucks now with Devin White and, and, and Levante David inside. You know, these are amongst the top defenses in the NFL. And so it's critical. And one of the reasons is because you're talking about these guys who aren't just stout against the run, but are four down linebackers. You know, they can stay on the field. They they don't have to come in and out in the sub packages. And so um, it's an area that the Packers have just not placed a priority on uh, in a number of years. And the defense has struggled for a number of years. So I, I don't think you can overstate the importance of it
1: um looking at the offense now you had mentioned you know it's not uh, an unfair price to ask for a second round draft choice for Will Fuller and I have been impressed with the offense when it goes it goes it's it's got a lot of motion, uh, motion a lot of movement it's going to many different guys it's many different guys contributing um but with injuries and such it's become a little bit one-dimensional with more so Devontae Adams if this Packers team does add say a guy like Will Fuller. I still think they have the same problems defensively, but philosophically speaking, does adding an offensive weapon, is that your only way you feel of actually overcoming some of your ineptitude on defense because you can outscore people and force them to throw the ball against you, therefore negating a run defense?
2: Well, I I think I hear you. You know, there are some teams that want to espouse that philosophy, but I think it's a fool's paradise. You you don't negate a run defense by – you know, being able to throw the ball so well, or, or coming in and 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 you know, uh, daring teams to throw against you and getting into a shootout. Bill, at the end of the day, I, I realize that these high-powered offenses are all in vogue, but but I don't think anybody has yet proven that you don't still win defense with running games, uh, win championships with running games and defense. Uh, yeah, you know, you can be the Chiefs and 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 have that offense, but. You know, when when it was time to go out and win that football game, it was Damian Williams on the ground uh, and and their defense stepped up and shut down Jimmy Garoppolo and they won a Super Bowl. You go back the year before, you know, you think about the Patriots, they win a 13 to three Super Bowl. Uh, You you can look at a lot of these playoff games in recent years. You can win a lot of shootouts in the regular season. But, man, that is tough to do three times in a row uh, in the
1: postseason. And I just don't think it's the road to a championship. Is Aaron Rodgers having uh, one of those qualifying? I'm not saying he's the front runner, but is he having one of those qualifying MVP seasons?
2: Uh, qualifying, yes. He certainly is is significantly trailing Russell Wilson right now. Uh, you know, as is everybody. I think <laughs> you know, yeah. what Russell Wilson is doing is just unbelievable. Right. Um, uh, and, and there'll be a few other names out there, but but I think Rodgers Rodgers is in the conversation with that group of probably three or four that are behind Russell Wilson right now, in my estimation.
1: Mike Pettin's defense under a lot of uh scrutiny I guess and the the screams here and you know this, every time you know you get a loss, everybody wants the coaches fired. Give me your thoughts on Mike Pettin as the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers.
2: I think he's done a really good job with what he's got to work with. You know, and, and again I'm not I'm not faulting the Packers front office. I mean you know, all you got to do is look at their track record and how many seasons they've been contenders, been in the playoffs in recent years. They obviously know what they're doing. But because they're that good, the conversation isn't always about being a playoff contender. It's about how do you take the next step and win a Super Bowl? And, um, you know, I thought when they drafted Rashawn Gary, it was it was a really curious pick. And I'm a Michigan alum who watched that kid underachieved for three years in Ann Arbor. Um, and And he's a great kid. You know, he might figure it out but he's not a great fit in their defense in a 3-4. He should be playing a stand-up right-end position in a 40 front, you know, and trying to make him an outside rush linebacker. You're not seeing tremendous results there. That was, what, the 12th or 13th pick overall in the draft. Um, And and so, you know, I I love the way they compete. Um, I I think as far as Mike Pettin, though, you know, the, the signing of the two Smiths proved to be very, very good signings. I had my doubts because they had not produced to that level. On the other hand, I think they're pretty clearly overpaying Adrian Amos right now. I'm a little disappointed. I thought Darnell Savage was going to be special at that other safety spot. That hasn't started to happen yet. Um, but but beyond that, you know, after all those years of drafting one cornerback after another, um, you know, they're, they're still a little sketchy at cornerback. And inside, linebacker just has not been addressed properly. So I think, you know, working with what he has – he makes the best of it most of the time. But when he gets in with one of these high-powered offense or with a quarterback who can read defenses and knows the games he's going to try and play, uh, look at the Bucks game and Tom Brady, you know, that's what's going to happen.
1: Um, Hub, I wanted to ask you, because I want to look down south in your neck of the woods down in Chicago, because that's the team that right now is on the heels of the Green Bay Packers. So you tell me how real the Bears are. I mean, I know there's been a lot of quarterback controversy and talk about flipping back to Trubisky, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. But that being said, you tell me where the Bears are at right now as far as their ability to rise in the division and rise within the NFC.
2: Well, you know, the the offense, it's funny. Everybody talks about the Bears offense not having any weapons, and that's really not true. Uh, Allen Robinson is a legit number one receiver. And you've now got this rookie, Darnell Mooney, and the third-year kid, Anthony Miller. There's a solid two and three in there somewhere. Um, uh, you know, Cole Komet will see. You know, He's shown some flashes, but then he had a rough game Sunday against the Saints. But, and David Montgomery is a legit number one running back. The problem is that they have the worst offensive line in football when all five starters are playing. And three of them are out with injury right now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and and they're they're using that as an excuse for Nick Foles. But when you watch the tape, Foles has been terrible. Foles' clock is off. You know, most of his mistakes are coming from anticipating pressure, not from the actual pressure. Um, And that's that's why they embarrassed themselves in Los Angeles on Monday night. They actually played better against the Saints. They figured out some things scheme-wise, and they should have won that football game, you know. And so you look at where they're at, you know, so now they've lost to the five and two saints. They've lost to the five and two Colts uh, and, um, and, and the what five and three Rams. There's not a bad loss in there. They have a good win over the bucks. Um, You know, the Panthers were 500 when they beat them. So, what they've got is one of the three or four best defenses in the league that can't win games by itself. You know, it's the same thing as what we're talking about with the Packers offensively. Packers can beat anybody offensively, but, but there's going to be days when they get out there and the defense can't just just can't do enough. The Bears can beat a lot of teams defensively, but there's days when the offense well, the offense never gives them anything. So I will tell you, I disagree with you, Bill. Listen, there's no quarterback controversy. At this point, Trubisky has not lived up to billing, and Nick Foles is who we we should have known he was. He's the best backup quarterback in the NFL. You look at that 2013 uh, Pro Bowl season, that was coming off the bench week six after Mike Vick hurt his shoulder, and he was incredible for 11 games or whatever it was. You look at the Super Bowl season, it was coming off the bench the last five games of the year, and he was incredible. He comes off the bench for the Bears week three, plays outstanding against Atlanta, and ever since as the starter, he's been awful, and he's been worse than Trubisky because the difference is that he gives them no mobility whatsoever. And what he's supposed to do well, which is read defenses and be accurate, isn't happening. So I think they have to give Trubisky another shot just to see if even if he's as bad as Foles throwing the ball, giving them that option of his legs that that they can find some more things to do with that that offense. Because really it's a shame. This defense is good enough to go deep in the playoffs, but I don't even know if they make the playoffs the way this offense is playing right
1: now. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for joining us a couple of minutes, uh, Hub, and uh, we'll talk more down the road, okay?
2: All right, Bill. Take care,
1: buddy. Thanks, pal, so much. There you go. That is Hub joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.